0: Hello. 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 What's Happy up? Friday. Welcome Happy back Friday. to Welcome Operations. Back.
1: So today we're going to be talking we're about back. letting go of shame and guilt. Oh, um, shame. And Ew. I wanted to talk about shame. this because, you know, all of us training people, um, you know, you release dopamine, serotonin, and sometimes people share some pretty heavy stuff with us. And I think sometimes it's important for us to to share back and Talk about things, you know, that we carry with us, shame, guilt wise, um, so that people don't feel as alone because I do believe that there's power um, in transparency and there's power in sharing. And it's unfortunate that we all wear this badge of shame and guilt about something. And it's almost like we hold on to this badge like it's an it's an honor to hold on to it's an honor to hold on hold in this pain and and not share it although there's many of our brothers and sisters that are among us that are also in the same pain that could actually benefit from hearing um, our story, whether it's their story or whether they can relate to it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that it's important for us to talk about some things that, you know, are heavy on our hearts. Um, and it feels very spirit led to share these things. But um, I just knew it was time to finally share it because I've been hearing a lot of similar stories. And uh, I think it's time. So Justin or al Hunter, do you want to start us off?
2: Justin <laughs> I guess I'm, uh, I'm up here.. Don't let All the right, so go.
0: when it comes to shame, guilt, I have a few things I'm a little bit shameful about. I don't talk about them too often. I used to, before I was a businessman, was a businessman doing things that I shouldn't have been doing illegally. juggling. So I did that for quite a while. and that would, that's what I would call the easy path would be the quick, easy money. I was comfortable. I was making a lot of money but doing bad things. So great, not good. Felt shameful of it. Um, I know we talked about when we, a couple of podcasts ago with Scott about the mushrooms. So as I was that person, that dealer, um, I have done mushrooms a few times. And uh, every time I did them, I literally would like critique myself, tell myself, why are you doing this? Felt guilty about what I was doing. Felt like I had so much more potential than what I actually was doing because I knew it was bad. Um, and I believe, like, honestly, those trips helped a lot with, like, molding what I really wanted to do and ch- making a change uh, for the better. Because at the end of the day, I knew I was – I wanted more and I knew I could give more to others other than just, like, providing them with drugs. Um, so long story short, I actually had my karma hit me. And I know I told Ali this story once. I don't know if you even ever heard this, but uh, I was, uh, my boys, we used to go out all the time. We used to drink, do a bunch of stupid shit. And um, we were going to go out one night and I decided, decided to stay home and my homies went to the club. And two dudes ran up in my house and tried to rob me. And I didn't know I was crazy getting robbed. I thought it was the homies because I was like sleeping. I woke up. I think Pe- I do
1: remember you telling me. That yeah, stuff. people
0: were like in my room. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing in my room, dude? Get out of here. So I like call my buddy. I'm like, dude, why did you guys just come in my room? He's like, I'm not home right now. I was like, oh, so I grabbed the uh, the daddy duty. Yeah, the gun. Started running around the house like a psychopath. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think that was the day that I actually changed my path was that day because before that I never really got in trouble with it I was like making a lot of money I wasn't really paying the karma basically as I I would say it and that really put me on the path of like all right, I need to make a change now or shit will get worse and I will probably end up in jail so here I am now releasing the story I know I never really told anyone so anyone that really knows me knows about this but this is the first time I'm really talking about Sorry,
1: it. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Dad. Yeah.
0: I mean, you guys knew what I was doing most likely. Well, not that you supported they, it. They
1: know now. But-, but
0: I did quit a job for an entire year, and I was doing this for a year straight with, like, that was the only thing I was doing. I was wow. hyper-focused on it. I made a lot of money. But, yeah, I wasn't good. Felt bad about it. You know, I didn't feel good about what I was doing. I wasn't proud to tell my parents about it because it's not a real career. Right. Like, yo, hey, guys, I made all this money, and you want to know how I made it? I bet you don't. well here's the thing but i still feel shame about it but now that i like i'm past that point in my life absolutely i feel a lot better like releasing the information and maybe someone's in this boat right now that you may feel bad about what you're doing um and it doesn't have to be a legal activity but my dumbass decided that was the uh, other route i wanted to take luckily i didn't end up in jail or dead so good news is i have a story to tell
1: well the good news (laughs) is that god used you You know, and I think that's what's important. I'm going to take this one out because it's falling out. God used you for a bigger, better story. And I think sometimes we don't even realize that, but we feel this like overwhelming feeling to share sometimes. And I was feeling that. And I said to him, um, you know, God has really used you and really changed you for the better. And to think that I'm even married to a man that used to do that when that's what actually took my mother's life. That's how I know I was meant to be a part of his story. That, hey, I've been on both sides. You know, my mother passed away from a fentanyl overdose. That could have been Justin that dealt that fentanyl, you know. And although he wasn't dealing those drugs, that's sometimes what that leads to is harder drugs, you know, when you're selling. Well, it would have led to that
0: for sure. It would have led to like harder drugs, more money.
1: Easier sales, cheaper drugs, right? It just, you know, you're always trying to make more money, more profit. But um, God uses people for these stories so that we may share them. And, you know, whether you believe it's God or a higher power or something within you that feels like you want to help others, sometimes it's the shame and guilt that Mm -hmm. we hold about something we did. And sometimes it's the shame and guilt that we hold about something that was done to us. Um, And just bear with me because this is a pretty hard story to share. But
0: You got um, this, Ab. It'll be fine. You've been through a lot. Maybe Ollie wants to go first. You'll make it. I don't know. Yeah, bro, what go, dude. It? Tell
2: me. Tell me I mean, your Give uh, me a minute. <laughs> tell me your guilt, yeah, sir. You know, I'll just touch base on, like, you know, the the simple things that are part of everyday life, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there are simple guilts that everyone comes to terms with every day, and that's pretty much uh, at the root cause of, like, a lot of guilt that I have personally. It comes down to um, what am I doing that I know isn't, you know, the best for me, Yeah. but short-term is, like, uh, a behavior that's somehow comforting um yeah. and you know i waste a lot of time doing stupid shit <laughs> whereas i like, do unfortunately yeah. so it's like a daily guilt thing for me more so like um you know where i'll feel guilty about wasting time doing something that you know in the moment makes me feel good and makes me like you know just separate and detach from whatever i'm really stressed about which is yeah. pretty much just like um my perception of potential um and so it comes down to pretty much trying to uh, limit the amount of time that I waste, as yeah. far as you know, what I could be doing as opposed to what I am doing. That's what makes me feel For sure. guilty most days.
1: I think a lot of us feel that way. Like even somebody was telling me, I think it was this morning or yesterday that they were feeling like bad about watching TV and I said, listen, you know, there's going to be days where we have to just know our bodies and be aware of our bodies that when our bodies are telling us, you need to relax. And whether it be that, you know, TV is mindless for you and that makes you feel good or video games or whether it be that you sit in a park for a whole day and you're like, man, I did nothing but sit in this park. But sometimes that's our as our body's telling us, you know, we need to just let go of those daily stressors for that, whatever time it is that our body feels like it, right? But then there's, it comes to an unhealthy place. So it's just knowing that balance. But like, I feel that way sometimes where I'm just like, you know, I've watched she for three hours and I'm like, but what else did I do? You know, did mm-hmm. I get up today? Did I take care of my yeah. dog? Did I, you know, make sure that I had food? You know, did I, uh, was I hygienic today? Did I brush my teeth? Did mm-hmm. I wash my face? Did I do the things that, you know, required of me? And what's the rest of my week look like? was the rest of my week very productive, then I've earned this time. And if I am I feel like I need it, then I need to take it, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just reevaluating that and just telling yourself it's okay sometimes to be not productive,
0: yeah. you know? Yeah, I, everybody I, needs a rest sometimes.
1: Right, and it's easy to get yeah. one in the chaos, right, when you just feel like you're productive, you're productive, and you're doing things, you're doing things, you're always busy, you're running from one thing to the next thing, which I feel like we do often, you know, that – when you take that little bit of rest that you don't deserve it or you feel guilty about it, or what am I doing? I should be doing something better. Like, but really should you, because sometimes we, we really can't do better unless we do take that time to just disconnect and, you know, de-stress and be aware of what our mind needs and what our body needs also,
0: mm-hmm. you yeah. know?
1: And I think yeah. that's important.
0: For sure. I feel guilty if I miss a workout, you know what I'm saying?
1: That too. You know, <laughs> I'll feel guilty and be like, Oh, For I sure. definitely could have done more. And yeah. You know, I didn't really push myself this workout, but even in those feelings, right? Like, let's say this is regards to working out. Like, if you did get that workout, but it's not as hard as you wanted to go, like, hey, you actually moved. You did it. Yeah. And that's at least you, that it. at least you did Every workout should be like that and you should never yeah. push yourself. But it, when you're having a day like that and you at least continue through the workout, no matter how, you know, demotivated you're feeling, like, hey, that's what's important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, you can have shame and guilt all, about a lot of things. Yeah, different like things. All like I was saying, like the daily, like you can feel shameful on the daily. You can feel guilt <clears> on the daily. Um, don't dwell on it. Don't let it override your mind. But it's, I think it's a good and a bad thing. I think it's good to have it. So, you know, you need to make a change. When it
1: comes to productivity, I think it's a good thing as far as the guilt goes, because the guilt can somewhat be a, a motivator. Like that's what kind of like helps you be like, okay, it been enough time. You feel rejuvenated, yeah. but I don't need to feel guilty after, like, you know, 10 hours of sitting and watching TV or eight hours of sitting and watching TV. Or, again, if you've had a month where it's a crazy freaking month and you're sitting down having a Netflix binge and that's what you want to do with your free time, that's what you need to release, yeah. then that's okay, you know? But, like, the guilt is, I think, what helps us stay on that that path rather than going, you know, crossing off the path of the straight and narrow. But the guilt is what keeps us going. The guilt is what keeps us productive, you know, it's just not allowing the guilt to be unhealthy, I think, is where, you know, the goal of all that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But, um, you know, when I was seven years old, um, I was abused by a, a woman babysitter. And it was something that I held guilt in and shame for a very long time. And yeah. I just came out about it probably two years ago. Um, after my parents died, it was like a memory that I repressed for a very long time. And um, it was really, really hard because it flooded back. And I re-remembered it. And luckily, I have a family and an adopted family and a husband who's very supportive and very loving and forgiving and never looked at me once different. Yeah. And so I was able to share that in a very safe space. And I think it's time now to share it with other people because there's so many other people going through this. And I think there's just not enough people people talking about it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of abuse out there. There's a lot of sexual abuse. There's a lot of it that's swept under the rug. And I think it does need to be talked about, Mm -hmm. you know. It sucks talking about it, especially if it happened to you. I've never been sexually abused, but I'm sure it is not fun for anyone.
1: No, and it makes you feel like you've done something wrong and that you should be shameful about it. Yeah. And so it took me a very long time and even just, telling my siblings before I talked about this on here and told the world, I felt like I wanted to throw up because I just didn't want them to look at me differently.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think they're going to look at you differently. And people may look at me differently if they don't know what I really did. People judge. What are they going to do? At the end of the day, everybody has their own shame. Everybody has their own problems. Everyone has guilt about something. And I think this will hopefully be helpful for the viewers um maybe bring up uh something they're guilty about currently and they're willing to make the change and move forward and you know maybe open up about it to someone because everybody has a story
1: absolutely and i feel like i've had a lot of people you know indicating at this same story and so i was like i think it's finally time for me to tell and you just feel this overwhelming feeling in your heart where you know at least for me uh Spirit-led, I feel like God's like, you need to tell this, you need to tell this. Um, Because I do hold, and that's just one of my stories, you know. I do hold a lot of my pain in, and I wear this badge, and I feel like this badge makes me feel like, you know, I'm a warrior. But really, it's not helping anyone by holding it in. And what is life really all about? What is our purpose really all about? It's about sharing these tough things that we don't want to share.
0: Yeah, it will definitely, it should help someone. And if it doesn't, well, we try (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but at, i mean if someone hears this and they are willing to make the change that's awesome i'm glad we you know we talked about it it feels good to talk about it too i mean i'm live on fucking facebook in yeah. front of millions of people if you're watching
1: i feel good to let it out i feel good uh, to let it go because at the end of the day like you know that's a part of my story that's a part of who i am that's what's yeah. made me you know strong and obviously god was using me for this one moment when well, you overcame many other it moments. and
0: you're a successful business woman yeah. So, like, you can come from abuse, you and can I'm come from now. a bad past, and still make a change. Like, everybody is capable of making a change. Do not live in your past, and don't let your past control your future. That's where my story would come in. Like, I'm sure people that knew me back 15 years ago are probably like, there's no way this dude's actually doing this right now. Yeah. Like, there's no way. And that's, like, me kind of separating myself from the past and just moving forward and you know, becoming a man of God and, and doing what I think is the right things. And I want to help other people. So I'm telling the story.
1: I want to help other people, too. Yeah. And, you know, you know, when it happened, I just remember my mom telling the girl to go upstairs and call her mother. And she never made me once feel like I did something wrong when I told her what had happened. Um, she never made a big deal out of it. She didn't cry in front of me. She was very strong. She didn't crumble. Yeah. Um, the only thing I wish is that my mother would have took her badge off And would have told me that she was also a warrior. Because I think there's so, like, there's so many of us that have this story. And when you look at them and you start talking about specific things, it's like, you know. You have this connection with someone and you just know that they're also a warrior, but they don't want to say it. And that was my mother. And so to find that out after she was gone, it was like, I wish she would have just shared that with me.
0: Yeah.
2: Well,
0: I'm glad that you shared it with us. Yeah. I think we have both.
2: Say that we're really proud of you. You know, it takes a lot to uh, to pull out uh, a memory from from you know, arguably some of the darkest parts of of your being and who you are. And I think it's a really excellent reminder of, unfortunately, how dark the world can get, but how light can still triumph and you can still overcome. um, Yeah, it's a great. I mean,
0: it's a bad story, but it's a great story. It's a good redemption story. It's a good. um, The proof is in the pudding. Like you can overcome these things. It's not easy. Look, I mean, she's literally tearing up about it. And this happened a long time ago.
1: And this is live right now. Like, I was prepared to tell this story, like, pre-recorded and put it on Instagram, on an Instagram story.
0: Nah, live is better. I wasn't
1: prepared for live. You get <laughs> that raw like, emotion.
0: It feels real. Right. It is real. It feels more raw. There's no it, fabrication.
1: Yeah, there's no fabrication. And there's It's not, you know, rehearsed. It feels more raw. It feels more, you know, genuine. One take,
0: baby. One take. That's you right? get. Right, but um, Friday night I think life. there's
1: so many other people out there that share this story, whether it be a friend that did this to them when they were younger, you know, a family member, uh, you know, a stranger. Maybe it was a pastor. Maybe it was, who knows who it may be. Yeah. But we all just just hide with this badge whether and I almost feel like this badge is like it's under a trench coat we just we hold on to it like nobody can take yeah. this badge from me I'm strong because of it I'm strong because I shared it because there's other people out there 100%. that feel so much pain from what somebody else has done to them or be that what you've you know done in your lifetime because I have other stories of things I've done in my lifetime you know, that make us feel like, oh, somebody's going to look at me differently. You know, if they choose to look at me differently, that's that's their choice. But, yeah. you know, I'm not sharing this for the people that are looking at me differently. I'm sharing this for the people that need to hear it, that need to hear it's okay to let it go. You're going to know when you find that person that you're supposed to share that story with. You know, so they don't feel alone in their pain. And we're all just alone in our pain. When we could be sharing stories, we could be empowering others, we could be changing the world one story at a time, yeah. and we're not. There's only a select few that feel, you know— Comfortable and confident enough to, you know, become motivational speakers or write books about their story. When really we all are the authors of our own story. He's really the yeah. author of our entire story, right? But you know, we have the capability to really be an author, every single one of us, and let this story go. You everybody know, everybody
0: has a story online and like-
1: on the internet. Whereas, like even just twenty years ago, we didn't have that that opportunity uh, to do so. And now yeah. that I have this opportunity years later, where I wouldn't have, you know, back in the nineties. And, you know, now my mom's gone. <laughs> On my dial-up.
0: You never watch this show.
1: Now my mom's <laughs> gone, but I know that she's she's glad that I shared this story because, yeah, you know, it was something we literally never talked about after that day. Not even my dad knew. Um, and I just actually recently shared this with my adoptive parents, and it just felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder, you yeah, know?
0: for sure. I mean, some in like when it comes to, like, these motivational speakers and stuff, like a lot of them, they'll talk behind the scenes, and they'll say, like... I I don't, I'm anxious about even telling these stories, but I do it for the greater good, and I know it's going to help someone. So, like, you just kind of have to get out of your comfort, comfort zone. Ten years ago, I would have never said, I'm going to sit here and talk on camera, and hopefully people listen to me, and, and people uh, will appreciate my story. I mean, when we first did our first podcast, I was nervous. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And we've done one before, but it wasn't ours. Like, there's expectations, and, like, a lot of these almost all these speakers that are held up on a pedestal, they all are humans at the end of the day. They all have similar stories to you. You just, you know, if you want to tell them, that's great. If not, it's not good to hold it in. It's basically the message that I would and say. And you
1: know, here's the thing. Talk to
0: someone. In you don't have to sharing, do it live on Facebook. but You
1: don't have to, no. But in sharing, there's forgiveness. So it's like Justin's story, he's forgiving himself, like that he did this thing that he knew wasn't right, that he felt yeah. wrong about. You know, he's forgiving himself for other people that he dealt drugs to that maybe it led to even worse And that's something that his cross, he had to bear and he had to face. And, you know, I didn't share her name. She knows who she is. I forgive you because obviously that was a learned behavior from somewhere. And this is, she's also a warrior. And I can only imagine that from what had happened to me. But it's time for people to start ripping off your badges. It's not helping you. It's not bringing you forgiveness. It's not bringing bringing you mental clarity. It's not bringing you healing to hold on to that badge. What will bring you healing is sharing. Even if it's just was like a close friend, it doesn't have to be publicly. It doesn't have to be here live, you know, on the Internet. You know, I just did this because it was spirit led and it was something I felt I wanted to do.
0: And if you don't want to share with anyone, like literally, I know not everyone's spiritual, but share with God.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Just say it out loud. Like, you don't. even if you don't think you're talking to anyone, like say it out loud and it will feel a little bit better to get it off your shoulders. Get that weight off of your chest because it will sit there. Forever, unless you actually, like, express it. Right. Because if not, you hold it in, and then you show expressions through your, basically your everyday tasks, and people may think you're a dick, but they don't know why. Right. And that's why, until you get rid of that guilt and that shame, you'll always have it on your back, and you're always carrying it, and it can affect your day-to-day life.
1: Not even your day to day life, but your relationships, your yeah. interpersonal relationships, you know, your career, you know, all these things change us for change our identity and change us um, because we allow it to. Um, but you have the power to let this uh, change your identity in a good way and not in a negative way. You have the power to let this change your identity, and, like make you new again, make you whole again. We're all broken people. Um, and Justin and I, and it, again, this is not something you believe. There's a higher power up there, or maybe it's just you believe in spirituality. But we believe that God has made us new, yeah. and we are no longer broken. We are whole, and I that mean, is the whole all point the bad shit I this did. Stuff. I walk
0: into church every Sunday, and I don't start on fire.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I thought I would but I mean but it I'm good I you, guess all these things can make you feel insecure and yeah. feel like people are judging you and people are looking at you and change your perspective as if like people are looking at you oh they they must know something about me or you know what would they think about me if they knew that I was this person you know well you know what hopefully they gave you more respect or they have more respect for you due to the fact that you're sharing something that was so hard for you to share that you didn't want to share you know but I don't feel shame about it anymore. I mean, after the moment that I finally shared it with more than just my mother, um, yeah, it felt good. If I mean, I definitely cried, and I was worried about what Justin would think about me, and I was worried what you know. I didn't want him to feel bad for me and give me charity because that's the worst feeling for somebody you someone. You want to share with someone you trust
0: too, because like you don't want to put that into the wrong hands.
1: Absolutely, because like absolutely rumors
0: can get spread, things can get spread. Make sure, like I said, maybe you just <laughs> talk to yourself. Dumb as it sounds.
1: Yeah, you don't want it to get in the wrong it out hands loud. for sure. Mm -hmm. Tell people you trust. In my story, I had somebody that you know I I loved and I trusted. um, But when the memory came back, it was almost the point where I couldn't hold it in Mm because it was so painful. It was like, oh my god, I wish I didn't remember this. Like, how the hell did my brain block this out for 20 or 19 years? But it did. Trauma. Trauma. The brain's crazy way of trying to protect you, and finally, it was like, all right, there's a reason why my brain's no longer protecting it because it's ready. It's I'm ready to shed it. I'm ready to let go of this, this skin, this identity that's making me feel insecure and less of a woman and making me feel embarrassed and ashamed. Like, I did something wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. You know, something was done to me that made me feel shame. Yeah. And like I said earlier in, in this, we're all wearing these badges. It's time to rip them off. And it's time to create new and create a new identity. And for the better, for the good, become whole after we're broken. Yeah. You know, so while you listen
0: to this, maybe think of something that you're guilty of or shameful of and try to work on, on it. it. You have to work on it. If you don't work on it, it'll never change. So, like, take the time, put some time into yourself 10 minutes. Maybe make a list of all the things that you're actually ashamed of. Because we all got a guilty past of some sort. Mm-hmm. We've all done bad things. We're human, and there's bad things out there that are easily accessed. Oh, yeah, by this stupid little thing.
1: oh yeah yeah
0: i mean shit there's a lot of bad things you can do but there's a lot of good things you can do and i believe like like we help others every day and that is one of the best feelings in the world absolutely actually helping someone and Mm -hmm. i hope this helps someone as well and the more that i help people the better i feel about myself
1: And that's what life is really all about. It's about being a servant to others. Um, Not about me, 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 and what can I get? You know, what can they give for me? It's about what can you give to others and being a servant to others. And, you know, again, our beliefs are, you know, we are all children of God. And how can we help our another brother, another sister? But it's just, again, for me, I've heard this story so many times now. And, you know, very traumatic stories being told to me you know, from clients, and I'm like, they need to know that I'm also a warrior. They need to know that I've gone through trauma other than my story of being adopted and all that. But I'm sure in the back of their heads, they wonder what happened to me during that time. And, you know, was there, there's got to be a reason why she was taken beside, you know, yes, there was drugs, but you always wonder if there's something more, you know? Yeah. Um, and now they know, you know, like, this is my story. And, you know, you're not alone if this is something that's happened to you. For sure. I have a lot of
0: clients that have been adopted and went through some traumatic things. Yeah, and
1: that you can also use your story for the good. You can also talk about the fact that you can forgive that person that's hurt you, who has abused you, because they don't own you, you know? They only own you if you let them. And you rip off that badge, and it's gone. That part of them attached to you, it's gone, you know? and. It's small steps if you're not ready to take a big step in talking to someone, but maybe even just putting a pen to paper because if you're someone like me where you held that in the back of your head for 19 years um, and then you redig that up, you have to talk about it at that point. Otherwise, it starts to fester and starts to manifest in negative ways in your life. And that's something I did not want to do because I was on a path of of healing. And this season for Justin and I is a a season of healing and moving forward. So I'm hoping that with these stories that of us becoming new after being broken, this has changed you for the better.
0: Yeah, and share the stories with your, like I said, the people you trust. Maybe have like a weekly sharing of stories. Take the phones, throw them in a fucking bin, leave them away from the table, have actual real deep conversations with the people that you care about, and you're going to find out some traumatic things about them, but at the end of the day, your relationship will grow because you will probably have common ground on some of these things. And you'll get to truly know someone. Like, how many of the people that you talk to on the daily do you actually know? Probably not a lot. You don't know their past. You don't know what they're going through on the daily. You don't know what their home life is in or is like. Like, actually ask people how they're doing. Don't get the surface level. I'm great today. Yeah.
1: No, are you really great today? Yeah. And I think one thing that's important for me to wrap up on is if somebody does share this story with you, I think it's super important. Because if this is not something that's happened to you or you haven't gone through, you know, trauma in the way that you're hearing about on this podcast, if someone decides to share this with you because you're someone that they trusted, you know, though, I think the worst thing you could do when someone tells you this is try to treat them like a charity case, like, oh, and oh, no, I'm so sorry you went through that. You know, we don't want to be treated like charity. We want to be treated like, you know, uh, we are somebody that has something to, to tell, to say. You know, um, and for me, that was the biggest worry was like, I don't want people to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I want them to be like, I'm just awed by um, your strength, you know, and that's, I think, the perfect comment you can give someone if you can't think about any other thing to say when someone tells you something very traumatic, because sometimes it is hard to process. It's very hard to process. You also just
0: like Ali did, like, thank them for sharing it with you. Like, they don't have to share it it with you, but it's something they wanted to, and that's something they wanted to tell you. Like, it's freaking amazing you shared that with everyone. Thank you. That's great.
1: And if that's simple words right there, that will yeah. make them feel like they did something good. Um, but remember that if you don't have the, any words, you know, I'm in all of your strength. Thank you for sharing. I feel honored that you trusted me enough to share this. I'm yeah. here for you. Give them a hug. Yeah. Hug. Sometimes mm-hmm. even just a simple hug feels better. There's no words even necessarily needed. Yeah. yeah. So
0: all you suckers are guilty. I know that.
1: <laughs> Let me
0: know your story. Type it in. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our goddamn names.
1: Right. So uh, this was definitely a more, you know, teary-eyed type of podcast uh, episode. Um, but I think it's important to have one of those every now and then, um, again, to just show people that we are just regular humans. Yeah. You know, we're not we all super got problems. humans. We all got problems. We all have things that we've been through um, and that we hear you when you're telling us things. And just because we don't necessarily share back in that moment, that doesn't mean that we're not a warrior whether it be my story or something very similar to it or something that you can actually, like whether you felt pain, trauma, that you can relate it to to that story. Your
0: story matters. Yes. Even if you think it doesn't.
1: It does. It
0: could help someone in the long run.
1: Absolutely. So tell
0: your dang stories, people. You don't have to do it to the internet, but tell the people that you trust and you love.
1: Everyone's an author and you're an author of your story. So tell it. Boom. All right. Be the superhero of your own movie.
0: (laughs) Like, follow, subscribe. Abs Fitness Filmhouse on YouTube. Instagram, Abs Fitness underscore
1: Brandon, Florida. He doesn't even remember. Facebook, Abs Fitness LLC. YouTube, Uh,
0: that's Abs
1: Fitness Filmhouse. Make sure you
0: subscribe and apply to those little, uh, what do they call it, notifications. The bell. Hit the bell. Yeah, hit the bell. Hit the the dang bell, people, and follow my dang page, man. (laughs) There's workouts on there. There's podcasts. There's everything on there. We'll see you next week. See
1: you next week, guys. Thanks.